Well, I'm Greg Taylor and Corey Legg, and we are from the Journey Church in Tulsa. And in the back is John Dickman. He's one of our longtime shepherds. He's been with our church for 25 years. And uh, I've been with the church about 14 years and preaching for a lot of that, about 10 of those years. And then Corey came four years ago, and he's been our worship minister since then. And we've worked together on a project, all three of us, that we want to share with you tonight. And we call it the Bible Project. And for this purpose, we tonight we're calling it Singing Scripture. And what happened was our church decided that we would go through the Bible in four years. Now, how does the church decide to do that? Well, our youth group came up with this idea. They said, one of the youth volunteers said, why don't we, with each of the young people, take them through the Bible when they're in high school? And we said, well, that'd be great. And how many years are you thinking? And they were thinking, you know, from the time they're sixth grade on up, and they were just going through the whole Bible. We compressed it to, we thought four years would be good, about high school ages. It would be good for us as a church because... We started talking about how a lot of us had tried to read the Bible through in one year. And I remember that Sunday, I said, how many of you have tried that? And everybody raised their hand almost. And well, how many of you got stuck about at Leviticus and didn't quite make it? Me included. And I said, well, as your preacher, I've read the Bible, okay, but not all the way through in a year in that, in that way. So what if we slowed it down and read it over four years? Each year we're going to do a gospel each year we're going to do some Old Testament. Each year we're going to do certain, you know, a little bit of Paul. And so we'll spread it out that way. Well, we're two years into four. And we're having a ball. And the Bible is a wild and woolly book. And has a lot of crazy stuff in there. It, because we're reading through it. We're blogging through it. And our website is on your handout. You can check out our blog because we have a blog on, we're trying, it was a crazy commitment, but I said, let's do a blog on every chapter of the Bible, and then I googled it and found out there's 1180 something chapters in the Bible, and that's that many blog devotionals, and so we're doing this thing, and then we have Bible studies, but what Corey and I as preacher worship leader are doing is trying to find places in scriptures where there's stories that we can connect in song. And so what we did is chose four of those songs that we have sung together as a church as we've come to them in the story of Scripture. And the first one tonight is Luke 18. If you have your Bible on your phone or have a Bible with you, Luke 18, 13, and verse 38. Those two verses... Uh, is a story that I found fascinating when we were reading through Luke because in this one chapter, two different people in this chapter say a very similar thing. First of all, in chapter 18, verse 13, it's the prayer of the Pharisee and then the tax collector, and the Pharisee is praying, oh, I'm so glad I'm not like those sinners. And then the tax collector comes up, and he's praying, and it says, verse 13, standing far off, wouldn't even look up into heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. 
And then Jesus said, I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. And then in Luke 18, that same chapter, verse 38, the time that we were reading through this, I noticed, well, there's a similar, very, very similar language where a blind man was calling out to Jesus from the roadside and they were telling him to to be quiet, but he kept shouting, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And it was very beautiful to think, here was the tax collector that that Jesus said, this is the man that went away justified because he was humble. And then this humble beggar, the same prayer, calling out for Jesus, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The tax collector adds the phrase, me, a sinner. Did you know that this has been for centuries and centuries a called a breath prayer that has been prayed by Christians for centuries? Jesus Christ, Son of David, have mercy on me, a sinner. It's a prayer that I pray over myself. I pray over my family, each of my children. I pray over the church staff. I pray over our elders on a regular basis. And it's been prayed by Christians through the ages. You can use it in a lot of different ways. Jesus Christ, Son of David. Have mercy on me, a sinner. Have mercy on my children. Have mercy on my spouse. And so tonight, the four songs we picked, the first one we're going to sing out of this text. Um, the, the, four, the four songs were written by a doorman, a gill, a Mennonite, and a thief. Kind of sounds like a joke setup, but... The first one is by a Mennonite that we have struck up a friendship with in the last couple of years named Brian Moyer Suderman. And I would urge you on the handout, there's his name, to check out his music later on on Apple Music. He's come and done some retreats for us, and he just does a wonderful job connecting Scripture. And so he taught us this song, which is the words of the tax collector and the blind man to Jesus. So let's sing. And we, we want to just encourage you to sing along. It's one line that's repeated over and over. And Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, 
the form of worship that we're taking tonight is often called taize, and, and one of the songs that we're going to sing in a moment actually comes out of a taize community in France. But the next song that we want to sing is written by Randy Gill. Anybody know who Randy Gill is? Raise your hand if you've ever heard of Randy. Uh, are you Randy Gill fans? Well, then you should be listening to Randy right now. He's up in uh, Smothers. <laughs> We're glad you're here instead. Uh, but Randy is a friend of mine. Uh, we lived together in Nashville, served at the same church there, or, or I was working with an organization officing in the church. Randy was there as a worship leader. He's a prolific songwriter. Uh, he sings a lot of the songs that we end up singing in our worship services. Um, At the Name of Jesus is one of them. What are a couple other of Randy Gill's songs? Um, Magnificat, the Song of Mary. Um, but Deep Calls to Deep is a song that Randy wrote somewhere around 2000 or 2001 out of a life circumstance with his son who was a prodigal and did a lot of spiritual wandering. And Randy wrote this song out of Psalm 42.7 when he was reflecting on this psalm in the depths of his soul, this line was so important to him. My soul is cast down within me, therefore I will re remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon and from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep at the thunder of your cataracts and all your waves and your billows have gone over me. By day the Lord commands his steadfast love and at night his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. Why are you downcast, O oh my soul, and why are you so disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my help and my God. And when Randy wrote this song in around 2001, the first time that it was sung congregationally was at the Manhattan Church of Christ. And then the first time it was sung by the group that recorded it, the Zoe group, was in Nashville in 2001 in October. And you remember what happened September 11th. And so it was prescient. It was so prophetic in a way that he had written this song that was so meaningful to us as a lament for what we were going through nationally. And I remember so many people just streaming tears in that early October time when we were still reeling from 9-11 and singing Deep Calls to Deep. And I thank God for Randy showing us how to lament. And that lament really came to us at Journey a year and a couple of months ago in January 2018. Because January 4th, 2018, one of our shepherds, who John, who I introduced you to, has served with many years and who was a shepherd over Corey and me, tragically fell through the ice he was ice skating on his pond in Oklahoma and he fell through the ice and was instantly killed he, he didn't last very long he tr struggled and, and there was even a UPS man who tried to come and save his life and that that man almost lost his life as well um, but we lost in Jeff a good man and that Sunday uh, we we 
of course, as a church, when you lose somebody that is so important, we, he had been with our church for more than, I think, 35 years from early on in his life. Uh, we, we just changed everything and, and lamented, and, and we read Psalm uh, 88, we read this Psalm 42, and we sang Randy Gill's song, Deep Calls to Deep, and we lamented. And so, like for us to sing it tonight, and uh, for it to reach into the depths of your heart uh, tonight, for whatever you're going through, let this be a lament for maybe someone else's situation at home. This is Deep Calls to Deep by Randy Gill. All right, so we'll start with the men, and then the ladies will echo uh, what the men are singing as well. And I'll sing the echo. Yeah, Greg's going to yeah. sing the echo with, with the ladies, so. From the depths of my soul I cry out. From the depths of my soul I cry out. Lord, can you hear me? Have mercy, O God. From the depths of my soul I cry out. In the midst of the sea, I cry out. In the midst of the sea, I cry out. Save me, the water is over my head. In the midst of the sea, I cry out. A time to mourn. There is a time to weep. There is a time for sorrow in deep calls to deep. In my moments of grief, I cry out. In my moments of grief, I cry out. Have you forgotten me? Where are you, Lord? In my moments of grief, I cry out. There is a time to mourn. There is a time to weep. There is a time for sorrow in deep calls to deep. There is a time to mourn. There is a time to weep. There is a time for sorrow in deep calls to deep. From the depths of my soul I cry out. From the depths of my soul I cry out. Still I will praise you, Lord. Still I will praise you. 
we sing a song that was written by a thief. From Luke chapter 23, verse 39. One of the criminals who were hanging there on either side of Jesus, Jesus kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man, he's done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. This song we're going to sing comes out of this conversation between Jesus and the thief on the cross. The thief actually, in effect, writes this worship song for us. One of the things about this song that is important to me is that for many, many years I've missed this moment of beauty, of poignancy on the cross because I was too worried about the issue of whether or not this thief was baptized or not. But then I realized, you know what, if Jesus says so, it's so. If Jesus says you're saved, his word is salvation. And so it's helped me to live into this moment. And I hope that you can really feel this moment in a way maybe you haven't ever before as we sing it in Taizé style. Taizé is a community in France that sings contemplative, repetitive songs that are repetitive for a reason so that that idea gets into our hearts. That we are all rebels. Jesus died on a rebel cross. And we're all rebels. Sinners who need the one who died for us. Jesus would rather die for us than to live without us. And so we sing this as fellow thieves, as fellow rebels, and say with a thief, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. So we're going to kind of build this song in, uh, in parts. So we'll start with sopranos, and then we'll add the altos um, on the next slide then tenor, bass, and we'll all sing it together probably a couple more times after that. Um. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me 
when you come into your kingdom jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom the last song we're going to sing together comes out of psalm 124 and the song the contemporary version of psalm 124 was written by deb dorman and the first time I heard the song, it was recorded by the Zoe group. And the song has been very meaningful in my life at different transitions. I remember the song going back to maybe 2004 or in that, that range. And through different times in my life when I, when I was struggling with my faith, struggling with my identity, struggling with the transition in a career or with a family, this song has carried me through. That when we've sung it in worship uh, in the church that I was with in Nashville and then in Tulsa, and then as Corey has led this song, it's a continuous, one of those songs that could keep sustaining me. I don't know if you have songs like that. That when they're in the worship order, I say, ah. Oh, and uh, if any of you are preachers or ministers and you're going <laughs> to sing after, you know, I always like to place that song before I preach, kind of like Randy was saying. It doesn't matter really what I say because that song, that song really says it all. And um, this has been one of those songs for me. And Deb Dorman is uh, somebody I've been very impressed with, and I would recommend her, her music to you as well. Great songwriter and worship leader, I believe, in Texas, and the journey has invited her to come 
And for those of you that are close around Tulsa, she will be with us June 30th, 2019, leading worship at Journey. And so we invite you to come. Be happy to have you. Um, or come even before, because Corey's worship leading is great too. So um, we'd love to have you anytime you're in Tulsa, at, uh, in the territory. Just come by. We'd love to have you visit at the Journey. And then, again, on the handout, our website is there, journeytulsa.com. Feel free to uh, get online, see our blogs, devotionals, um, the worship services, the singing services there. You can see Corey leading different songs. One of the great things about Corey is he's helped our church uh, to do blended worship with old hymns and then Hillsong uh, worship songs. So we, we do contemporary and older songs because we believe that the body of Christ is old and young and we need to sing songs that everybody can enjoy on a given Sunday. And some Sundays, I don't necessarily like the songs choices, but I don't, I don't get to make a veto on Corey's songs. Sometimes I do. I say, ah, Corey, don't sing that one before I preach. That one ain't gonna light my fire or something. But, uh, in general, I'm just like anyone else. I may not be lit on fire by a particular song or group of songs, but somebody else will. I remember when we had a member of our church who had Alzheimer's, and every time we sang Amazing Grace, he would go from almost just comatose, not singing anything, barely even looking up, to Amazing Grace, and he would just sing it. It was unbelievable, and it really captured me about how music moves us. And that's why I believe that singing scripture, music carries theology, music carries preaching, music carries a message. And we really, Corey and I work together, I really think that we both preach, we both proclaim, we both worship. As Randy was saying tonight, what was it that David finally did out of the, all that was happening in his life? It led him to praise. It led him to just, this is, this is all I can do is, is praise the Lord. And so this last song by Deb Dorman, the words from the Psalm 124. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when our enemies attacked us, then they would have swallowed us up alive when their anger was kindled against us, then the flood would have swept us away. The torrent would have gone over us. Then over us, uh, over us would have gone the raging waters. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as the prey to their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Had it not been the Lord who was on our side, had it not been the Lord who was on our side, the anger of the enemy would have swallowed us alive had it not been the Lord 
was on our side. Blessed be the Lord who would not give us up. Blessed be the Lord for his unfailing love. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. Had it not been the Lord who was on our side. Had it not been the Lord who was on our side. The water would have engulfed us. We would have surely died had it not been the Lord who was on our side. Blessed be the Lord who would not give us up. Blessed be the Lord for his unfailing love. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, be the Lord. Who would not give us up? Blessed be the Lord for his unfailing love. The snare is broken and we have escaped. We have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Our help is in the name of the Our help is in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. Lord, we do bless your name and lift your name above all names. The only name that is worth praising. We thank you for the, the story of Scripture that we can sing. We thank you for this idea that goes back thousands of years of singing, poetry, psalms that are the hymn, the, the hymn book of the church. And so help us to carry this forward this great heritage of faith and singing from our hearts, from our hope, and from our very lives. Not leaving our tragedies, not leaving our cares and burdens at home, but bringing them with us into the worship assembly and laying them before you. We thank you that you are a God who loves us as sons and daughters. And I thank you that you have allowed us next to Jesus to be called sons and daughters. That we are the brother of our Savior and Lord. And can be one in the same family and can be called the body of Christ. 
And so I thank you for each one who has come tonight. And I ask your blessing upon them. Lord, make your face shine upon each one. Turn your face toward them. Be gracious to them. And give them peace. Give us all peace tonight. Give us sweet dreams and not nightmares. Let the stresses and anxieties that are chasing after us be calmed in the presence of your holiness, of your grace and mercy, of these psalms that say, had it not been for you, we would have been swallowed up. But, but we're not. We're not swallowed up. We're not. We are carried in your arms into safety. Your long and strong and beautiful arms that carry us as children. And so would you carry us to our beds tonight? Carry us in your grace and mercy. Would you let us just breathe in your Holy Spirit and breathe out the cares that we carry with us? And let us on this peaceful campus in the presence of our brothers and sisters who are camping together on this mountain and be ready for a new day and to greet it with joy. And may all of your saints and sinners that have met tonight in this beautiful chapel be sent with your mercy and grace into this evening. We pray through Jesus' name who makes it so. Amen.